Welcome back to the Fundamental Hour and welcome back to our series. We're talking about spiritual gifts. Specifically, we're talking about tongues. This is the fifth lesson that I have taught on tongues. And today we're going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 13. One of the main teachings of many churches today as it relates to tongue speaking is that tongues is a heavenly language. In other words, that this language that they claim that God gives to people to speak, it, it's not a language of the people. It, it comes from heaven. It's not a language spoken like Russian or Spanish or French or English. It's a heavenly language. And one of the verses that is often used to support this idea of men speaking in heavenly language, heavenly languages, comes from Acts, or I should say 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And we're going to be looking at that today. But, but to begin with, we're going to look at the end of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, as we've, we've taught, uh, is the chapter that teaches us about spiritual gifts and the purpose of spiritual gifts, which is to bring unity and to edify the body of Christ. The Bible says in the last verse of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, "...but covet earnestly the best gifts." And yet, show I unto you a more excellent way. The scriptures talk about, in this verse 31 of 1 Corinthians 12, a more excellent way. Something that is more excellent. Well, what have we just been talking about in 1 Corinthians 12? The whole chapter is talking about spiritual gifts. And God is saying there's something more excellent than spiritual gifts. And then we go into chapter 13. And let's read verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, the word charity is, we use the word love, I am become as sounding brass, or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. Paul says, look, I don't care what you can do, if you don't have love, you don't got nothing worthwhile. Verse number three. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Now, many believers, many people who claim to be believers, claim to be Christians, they cite or they refer to these verses as proof that Paul spoke 
in heavenly languages because it says in verse 1, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. So they say, look, Paul says that he spoke with the tongues of men and he spoke with the tongues of angels. The tongues of angels are heavenly languages. Therefore, we also can speak in these heavenly languages. But what exactly was Paul talking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 3? Was Paul saying that he spoke in angelic languages? Well, let's think about these verses. Look at verse number 3. He said, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, perhaps he did that, I don't know. Though I give my body to be burned. Now let me ask you a question. Did Paul give his body to be burned? No, he didn't. Paul is speaking what we call hypothetically. He's making a hypothetical statement. You say, Pastor, what is a hypothetical statement. A hypothetical statement is one in which something is supposed as a possibility in order to make a point or ask a question. A hypothetical statement is a what-if statement. In other words, Paul was saying, let's suppose... I spoke with the tongues of men and the tongues of angels. And let's suppose in verse number 2 that I had the gift of prophecy and I understood all mysteries. Now let me ask you, did Paul understand all mysteries? No, he did not. The only one who understands all mysteries is God. Let's suppose I had all knowledge. Did Paul have all knowledge? Absolutely not. If Paul had all knowledge, then he would have known exactly when Jesus was coming back. Did Paul have all faith? No, and neither do you. No more than Paul was giving his body to be burned. Paul was making a what-if statement. He's saying, look, if I could do all these things, and if I did all these things, but I did not have charity, what good would it do me? What good would it do me to speak in angelic languages if I don't have charity? What good would it do me to give my money away to the poor if I don't have charity? What good would it do me to give my body to be burned if I don't? have charity. He says, it profiteth me nothing in verse number three. Let me give you this example. Let's say I said to you, what would you do if you had one million U.S. dollars? Now think about that. If I had a million U.S. dollars, I could think of a lot of things that I would do with that million dollars but I don't have a million dollars. I'm just asking you, what would you do if you had a million dollars? And what Paul is saying to us is that if he had all these abilities, 
and all this knowledge and all this faith, it would profit him nothing if he didn't have charity. Now, I remind you that 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is what we call the love chapter. And in verse number 4 through verse number 8, Paul is going to start describing charity. He says, Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. It's not puffed up. If, if someone is a, showing an example of charity, they're not puffing themselves up in pride. They're not vaunting themselves up. They're not lifting themselves up. up but rather they are humble and serving and helpful. Now, keep in mind the context here in 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12, Paul said, I don't want you to be ignorant. In verse number 1, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. He did not want us to be unaware of spiritual gifts. But then he goes on, to explain that the purpose of those spiritual gifts are to help each other and to bring glory to God. Those spiritual gifts, the purpose of them was not to be able to say, I can do this, I can do that, you can't do that, you can't do this. The purpose of the spiritual gifts was to aid each other. And if you didn't hear my first lesson in this series, please go to our YouTube channel, where I clearly explain the purpose of spiritual gifts. And he says to us at the end of chapter 12 that there's a more excellent way. There's something more excellent than the gifts and abilities God has given you. And what that thing is that's more excellent, he clearly teaches us about it in chapter 13. And that is charity or love. It is so much more important that I love people than the fact that I have some kind of God-given talent. That's what we're learning here in 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, at the end of the chapter, the Bible says this, verse number 13. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. He mentions three great things. Faith, hope, and charity. Man, I love faith because it is through faith I trust Christ as my Savior and it's through faith that I live Life and I experience life. I love hope because hope is a positive outlook. It's a positive expectation. And I'm glad that I can look into the future and no matter what's going on around me, no, more, no matter what I'm experiencing, I have hope because of Jesus Christ. But God says the greatest of these is charity. The thing that is greater than faith and hope is charity. Why is that? My belief is this. I believe God says that faith, that, that charity or love is greater than faith or hope because love is eternal. When we meet our Savior one day, 
in heaven. We're not going to need faith anymore because he, we're going to be with Him. We're going to see Him as He is. And we're not going to need hope anymore because we're going to be with God. We're going to be in heaven. But the Bible says, love is eternal. Love endureth. We will participate and experience and share love forever in heaven. We'll no longer need faith and hope, but we'll be basking in the love of God and giving love to God and each other forever in heaven. And I believe that's why God is saying here that love is greater. And what God is saying to the church is the greatest thing you can do for others is to love them. And the greatest ability you can have is the ability to love. And yes, I have gifted people. I've given different people abilities. To some, I've made them leaders in the church. To others, I've given them the ability to teach. To some, they have the ability of language or the ability to heal. But the greatest ability is the ability to show the love of Christ to others. That's the greatest thing. That is the emphasis. And we see here that God is not trying to get us to boast or to lift up what He has enabled us to do through spiritual gifts, but He's trying to get us to use our spiritual gifts to show the love of Christ to our brothers in Christ and to this world. That is the purpose of spiritual gifts. Many people, sadly, go to churches and they enter into that church and from day one, someone says to them, have you spoken tongues? And they say, oh, no, I haven't spoken tongues. Oh, you have to speak in tongues. You've never been filled with the Spirit. You have to be filled with the Spirit and you have to speak in tongues. And that person immediately feels pressured to do something that the Bible says not every Christian is supposed to do. And that person is automatically made to feel like they are a second-rate Christian because they can't do something somebody else can do. That is not love. That is not acceptance. That is not the purpose of spiritual gifts. When you enter into the church house, I'm supposed to use whatever spiritual gift I have to show you the love of Christ. To make you feel welcome. To make you feel like you belong. To make you feel like you're something special. To make you feel like that you're somebody in this place. The church is not a place to show off what we can do. The church is not supposed to be a place to show off our talent. It's supposed to be a place to show others the love of God and to help each other to do the purpose of God. And that's to go out and show the world the love of Jesus Christ. We're not to use our abilities for ourselves, but we're to use our abilities to act in love towards others who need it. 
speaking in languages that others cannot hear and don't understand, does nothing to demonstrate the love of God. And sadly, many believers take the gifts and abilities that God has given them and they try to use it for personal gain. And that doesn't profit them and it doesn't profit God. And the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 that God divides to every man in verse number 11, but all these work of that one and the self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. And it says later, it tells us that he gives us these gifts that we may profit with them. What are you trying to do with these so-called spiritual gifts? Show off, lift up yourself, or help other people? Is speaking blah, 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 and some, is that a spiritual gift? No. That's not what tongues are in the Bible. That's not what tongues were in Acts chapter 2. That's not what tongues here is in 1 Corinthians 12. It just says speaking tongues. That means languages. You know, many people speak several languages. Should they go to church and say, hey, I speak ten languages. Let me show you. That's not why we go to church. Someone lifts up their hand at church and says, I don't speak Twi. I don't speak English. I don't know what's being said. Can somebody help me to know? Obviously, you can't understand them, but they want help. And you have somebody in your church who speaks that language. And they go to that person and they're able to use their ability to help that person understand the scripture. That's what our spiritual gifts are for. That's what our talents and abilities are for. Our talents and abilities are not to lift up ourselves. Our talents and abilities are to show the love of Christ. Now I started out this message talking about the fact that some believe that there are such things as heavenly languages. And the fact that Paul mentioned the the tongues of angels. But again, what Paul was saying is that if I could do that, but I didn't have charity, it wouldn't profit anything. And that's the lesson we're to learn. Our spiritual gifts mean nothing if we don't use them for God. And what Satan likes to do is he likes to confuse us about these issues. And he likes to confuse us about what the spiritual gifts are. And he likes to get us desiring spiritual gifts for our own sake and not for the sake of others. And blah, 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 speaking in some tongue that no one else understands is not biblical. It's not a spiritual gift. It is not biblical tongues. And it doesn't show the love of Christ to anybody. Come back next week. We're going to talk about this subject some more. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Fundamental Hour. And I would encourage you, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have any doubt, as to whether you would go to heaven when you die, I would encourage you to please contact us.
You can contact us at our phone number, our WhatsApp number, one of our social media sites. You can go to our website, fbcikumasi.com, and we'd be glad to help you. You can go to our YouTube channel where we have many sermons where you can learn the truth there. But thank you for listening to the Fundamental Hour. God bless.